Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California. Well, there's a growing chorus, especially from progressive Democrats, calling for major reform of the U.S. Supreme Court. This comes amid an intensifying ethics controversy involving Justice Clarence Thomas and anger over controversial court opinions, including, of course, the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. Critics want to expand the court, limit the terms of justices, and tighten ethics rules for those on the nation's highest and most important influential court. For more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Representative Barbara Lee, the Democrat from Oakland who is among those in the House calling for these reforms. She supports the Judiciary Act, a newly introduced bill to implement them. She is also, of course, one of the three Democrats in the California congressional delegation who is running for the U.S. Senate to succeed Senator Dianne Feinstein after she retires next year. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, glad to be with you. So let's begin with the Supreme Court. Well, what reforms would you like to see and why? Well, of course, I think, first of all, we do need to add uh, at least four uh, new justices to the Supreme Court. Uh, and it's not a new and radical idea. This has happened several times in the past. Uh, and the Supreme Court must reflect the changing makeup of our country. What we have seen also is that uh, it's, it's the corporate influence that's now driving these Supreme Court decisions from voting rights to reproductive rights to all of the issues in, in terms of just gun uh, safety laws. Uh, they are really, uh, unfortunately, uh, following uh, what corporations uh, are putting forth and the Constitution really uh, makes sure, or at least it requires, the Supreme Court needs to be, um, you know, checked. I mean, it's one branch of the government, but they are not, uh, they are not above the law. We have the authority to expand the number of justices, and now that we see that so much corruption is taking place and that the confidence of the American people is very low as it relates to the Supreme Court, we've got to do something if we're going to protect our democracy. Yeah, people think of nine, you know, oh, it's automatically nine. But no, it was four, it was five. It's changed over the years. We've just been at nine for a really long time. But if you added four seats to the court to create a court of 13, um, can you even imagine the Senate fight over, over confirming four new Biden appointees? I, I mean, isn't there a risk that Republicans would, would somehow stall the process and then sure. under the next Republican president try to put four more conservatives in, et cetera? Sure, but it's worth the fight because our democracy is very fragile right now. And in fact, when you have a, a court that uh, believe the justices believe that they're above the law, this is worth the fight that we have to mount. And you'd like to see term limits as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, I don't agree with term limits for elected officials, but for uh, Supreme Court justices, yes, they're not elected. And in fact, uh, you know, our democracy requires justices to, uh, to uh, promote and advance fairness, justice, equality under the law. And in fact, uh, when you see Supreme Court justices not doing that, and uh, when you understand that they know that they have lifetime appointments, well, perhaps maybe they will be more uh, 
democratic in, in their decisions and not allow corporate influence uh, govern their decisions. And so uh, term limits, uh, I think, for the Supreme Court are badly needed. What kind of limit would you like to see? Oh, I don't know. I would leave it up to the lawyers and uh, some commission or who the responsible uh, jurists, uh, the responsible, you know, people who really know uh, how the Supreme Court should function properly. Uh, I would leave it to their decision, look at their recommendations and then make a decision. You know, you have this closely divided Judiciary Committee, which which um, acts on these nominations. Senator Feinstein, your longtime friend and colleague, is on that committee, and there's been so much chatter about her health and whether she should finish her term or not. Have you seen her since she's come back to Washington? And what is your sense of how she's doing? Well, no, I've not seen her, but let me tell you, the, it's Senator Feinstein's uh, decision in terms of her her future. But I constantly remind people, uh, I'm glad she's back in Washington, but I'm praying for her health, and that's first and foremost. Uh, I come from, I guess, a family who really um, respects people um, to make their own decisions. And I understand all of the dynamics around this, but it's her decision to make. Uh, uh, and I hope that uh, she recovers and uh, that she is able to finish her job. Uh, I actually talked to her in December and uh, explained and talked to her about my thoughts. We talked about 45 minutes about, uh, if you know, my decision to run if in fact she was not going to run and she thanked me for uh and she said that she thanked me for uh being classy about this and calling her and talking to her and uh the day after she issued her formal statement that uh she was not going to run again i filed my papers and so just out of respect basic human respect uh, i'm praying for her recovery and i don't want uh to politicize this for me personally with with regard to to what uh, decision she should make. I just hope she gets well um, quickly. As do we all. Thank you. So, what, you know, the, the front and center right now in Washington, where you are, the, the negotiations over raising the debt ceiling, it seems likely that any compromise President Biden can work out with Speaker McCarthy is going to need support from some, some Democrats in the House. For, first, how confident are you that there is a deal to be made here? It's getting close in terms of the timing. But let me just say, these uh, MAGA extremist Republicans uh, are holding the most vulnerable people hostage. When you look at what is taking place, first of all, uh, this debt was created by Donald Trump and his uh, tax cuts to billionaires and to corporations. Now they're asking the most vulnerable people, our veterans, our seniors, children, college students, to pay the price. And that's wrong. We'd want a clean debt ceiling. And the president's pr been pretty clear about that. And as an appropriator and member of the budget committee also, uh, we have a, a way to uh, address our budget and our appropriations priorities. And that's through our negotiations. But but holding people hostage in terms of these budget cuts, when you look at what they passed and how severe these cuts would, would be, uh, it's really immorally wrong. It's morally wrong, it's unethical, and they need to stop it. They're trying to, um, I think, force a default. I think they're they're actually manufacturing this because they want to see the country. And we heard Donald Trump, and you know, we know how the MAGA Republicans think. They, they don't care if uh, this country goes into uh, default. So we're doing everything we can do. We filed a discharge petition to try to force a vote. Uh, we need five Republicans 
to move forward to put forth a clean debt ceiling bill. If not, uh, I think the president should look seriously at the 14th Amendment. All right. We'll get more into that uh, as the days go on. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm afraid we're out of time. Representative Barbara Lee of Oakland. Of course, she's also running for the U.S. Senate. We've had her opponents on the show from time to time as well. Thank you so much for being with us, Congresswoman. Thank you. Nice being with you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 